My name is Ryan Miller, and I've spent the last 15 years helping hundreds of people just like you to raise millions of dollars for their funds and for their startups. I am on a mission to help investors and founders to create new jobs, extreme wealth, and the dream life they deserve. Join me as we peel back the curtains and explore fresh ideas and dynamic personalities as we all move toward our dreams of making billions. Let's get into it. In this week's episode, I bring on my friend Anthony Kalpas. Anthony and I skip past all the hype and go right deep into a master level analysis on crypto infrastructure that can make you massive profits. You don't want to miss it. Plus, Anthony shares with us the six areas that professionals invest in that are actually driving value in this space. And he tells us where he believes the next wave of billions will be made so that you too can get one step closer to making billions. Here we go. Hey, welcome to another episode of Making Billions. I'm your host, Ryan Miller, and today we brought back one of my very best friends, Anthony Kalpis. Anthony is a managing director of Karokara Capital. See, Anthony, I said it right. Uh, sometimes I <laughs> totally <laughs> mashed the name of your fund. Um, but uh, this fund, uh, they focus on crypto and layer one protocols. We'll get into exactly what that is. So today's episode, we're going to talk about Exactly. What is crypto? But more importantly, where are billions being made? So today, Anthony's going to walk us through and uh, give us a very special treat to have a brilliant mind like himself. Uh, If you haven't heard the first episode where Anthony talks about the metaverse, uh, I would suggest start there where you get to know Anthony a little bit more uh, and then come back to here. But for those of you who are just starting here, welcome, Uh, Anthony. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you and, and your uh, brilliant mind. Uh, we're really looking forward to getting into to crypto and rounding out that two-part series that we have. So uh, in true form, uh, why don't you just give us a quick 60 seconds. Uh, where did you start early in your career? And how did the heck did you end up from where you were to running uh, your own, uh, we won't say venture fund, but more uh, crypto fund? Uh, walk us through that. Sure. So basically, I graduated in uh, software engineering and in cryptography. Um, and after graduating, I enrolled in the army in the, in the French Navy, actually. So I was an officer there. Yeah. And um, at the same time, uh, I was also an aerospace engineer. So basically, when, when I wasn't being deployed abroad, um, I was back in France uh, working as an aerospace engineer on uh, different systems like missiles, nukes, drones, and so on. Um, but yeah, it sounds, it sounds crazy. So right? cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like I was doing it from a, a software expertise standpoint, yeah. uh, software, software and cryptographic expertise. Um, so with my expertise, I, I then heard about cryptocurrencies toward 2016, 2017. Um, and I was curious about it. So I, I approached uh, cryptocurrencies through, um, like from a very scientific point of view first, um, because I'm, I'm, I, I was an engineer and, and I'm an engineer, so I have a, a scientific mind. So I wanted to understand very thoroughly uh, what is under, uh, underlying the technology and the trend. Um, and more and more people were asking me uh, how it works, uh, you know, to, to break it down for them. Uh, at the same time, I started with um, uh, investing with my own money. I did quite well. Uh, and after a while, it just made sense for me to create a fund because uh, cryptocurrencies are here to stay. And uh, it's yeah. a it's a revol- revolutionary technology. Um, so yeah, I, I really believe in it, and uh, and yeah, I propose my expertise to uh, to our investors basically. 
Awesome. Yeah. And so so here we are. You go from the French Navy specializing in software engineering, aerospace engineering, working on nukes. I mean, we could <laughs> have a whole show on that. That's that's amazing. Um, yeah. And I and I know you go further in in the previous episode. You go further into how you were fighting pirates. We won't we won't spoil it here. Yeah. But uh, that's why I said maybe yeah, you start on the first. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. So and, and so here you are. You're standing up, Caro uh, Caro Capital. Um, walk us through. So so for myself included, I remember asking you, what's with the mm-hmm. name? <laughs> what, what does yeah, it so mean? Like describe it. How does that fit into investors? Um, yeah, yes. sure. Uh, so, yeah, um, short story about the name. Uh, Karukera means it's actually the name of the island I'm from originally. Yeah. Um, so I'm French, but, you know, France has a lot of territories all over the world. And one yeah. of them is called Guadeloupe uh, as of today. But before being called Guadeloupe, it was named Karukera, um, hence the name of my fund. Um, awesome. So, yeah, this fund is about investing in uh, crypto assets. Um, and this being said, uh, unlike a lot of funds, we are not doing any trading uh, activities. What we do is we are investing in the infrastructures that are underlying uh, the crypto and decentralized networks, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's a very niche market, but it's, I mean, it, it is so central and we'll get a bit more into it uh, later on. But it's, it's the kind of central position you want to be in, basically. Yeah, and so every other, uh, I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening there, uh, the experts um, that I've talked to, uh, I I bring up something a a little bit about your strategy without revealing it, and every one of them was like, oh yeah, that, you've got to be the real deal to be able to uh, understand that world. So these experts... Without telling yeah, them who because, you are and what you do, they're like, yeah, if if you know someone that can do uh, what mm. you're saying, then you latch on to that guy. So Absolutely. Uh, because what yeah, are- what you do is very unique um, and highly profitable from what you're telling me. But we'll, we'll get into to all of that. Absolutely. So, very impressive strategy. So really quick, um, you know, most people at this point, I would argue, kind of have a sense of what crypto is. So I don't want to spend too much time into the basics. Maybe mm-hmm. just in 60 seconds, you can just walk us through really quick. What is crypto in 60 seconds? Sure. What is it? Sure. So the one thing to keep in mind is that crypto is a technology, basically. Yeah. So what kind of technology it is? It is a distributed ledger. Uh, and this ledger can be public, it can, it can be private, but either way, it is distributed across many many devices, many computers, uh, uh, and uh, data centers, and so on. Um, and basically, what we call cryptocurrencies is that branch of software engineering that consists of, you know, uh, making those interactions between those devices holding the same ledger, uh, um, you know, um, doable and uh, doable in a safe manner and uh, and at scale, of course, so that the whole network of those uh, various uh, devices holding that distributed ledger can provide um, a, a service, a particular service. Um, I'm going to give you a very simple example. Um, when you know, when when we say crypto, people go like, "Oh, Bitcoin," or "Oh, DeFi," or maybe "Oh, Ethereum," right? Yeah. And, and these are great. I mean, I, I love them all. Um, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you an, uh, an, uh, an example that is not related to Bitcoin or DeFi or Ethereum. Um, you know, to give your audience an idea of how cryptocurrencies can achieve so much more, actually. Sure. So, Let's say that, um, you know, you have uh, 200, 200 gigs available on your hard drive, right? Uh, yes. You have a MacBook Pro, you, I don't know, you bought it recently, and you have plenty of space available of, of, on, on, on your hard drive. 
So okay. like instead of um, having uh, having this free space unused, you could make this space, this storage space, available to, to, to a decentralized network so that people can store their pictures or videos from their holidays in the Caribbean, for instance. Yeah. So, and without fearing, like without being worried that you will go into their picture or videos or whatever, because those things will be encrypted. And yourself, with your own computer, you will not have, you will not have access to those um, uh, files. And if yeah. you try to do so, you will be banned from the network. Um, and why would you do that, right? Well, simply because by doing this, you will be paid into uh, uh, the tokens of the network that it, that is providing this um, this uh, a service. So you can see it as some kind of um, like Dropbox, decentralized Dropbox, basically, or, okay. or decentralized iCloud, where anyone like you and I, like anyone in your community, can basically make their computers and their hard drives available for anyone else to store online their pictures and whatever they want to store in a safe and untampered manner. So I love yeah, it. it's 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 basically this, this technology is crazy because it brings the ability of uh, uh, decentralization and disintermediation. So it removes this element of trust, basically. Stay with us. We'll be right back. AI is changing the game of business. Will you be on the winning team? I'm Jordan Wilson, the host of the Everyday AI Podcast, and your coach to help you learn the X's and O's of AI. Artificial intelligence isn't just a new player in the game, it's a new sport altogether. So if you don't quickly put AI into play, your competitors will run up the score. I've spent my whole life building winning teams, from coaching basketball to working with big players like Nike and Jordan Brand. My next move? Helping you win with Everyday AI. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or on everydayaipodcast.com. Let's tap into AI together and put points on the board. So, so many new business models. So in that case, uh, a ton of new business models and businesses are, are coming from that. So a lot of people, they, they see crypto and you hear, you know, recently NFTs. There's a lot of stuff that's being thrown around. And I know we went into that uh, in our previous episode. So mm -hmm. one of the benefits, based on what you're saying, uh, that I can see in in the finance world, or one of one of the elements of risk that we look at is counterparty risk, uh, yep. which essentially says, "Hey, like you know, we're doing business with somebody, we're doing something, we're we're transacting and uh, transferring value between two people. Counterparty is the person I'm doing business with, and there's always a risk that they don't do what they say, or they, you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't work out due to some missteps on their end." And what I think mm -hmm. you're hearing um, through being banned from the network and all that in, the, in that example, is you're saying, uh, or at least I'm hearing it through my lens, is saying, hey, this is a really good tool to help mitigate counterparty risk. It ensures for both sides. So it ensures that both people do what they say or um, value cannot be transferred. Would, would you agree that's a fair assessment? Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. Yes, the, the counterparty risk is a um, is a is a nice way to is a nice way to put it basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, so basically, the technology itself brings the service and yeah. the value is transferred or, or transacted through the tokens basically. And thanks to like those native tokens, you can access uh, uh, those networks and services that are that are being delivered. Definitely, without again, without without this element of without without this middleman, you know, um, yeah. you know, it's it's like everybody is talking about it uh, as we speak. You know, Elon Musk basically bought Twitter, right? And yeah. um, and thank God because finally someone who will who, who will guarantee the, the true freedom of speech on that platform on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I mean, before Elon Musk, Twitter was like uh, uh, banning some people from from its platform because they said things that are not in line with their policy, basically. Sure. Um, yeah. So as long as uh, Elon Musk is the owner of Twitter, everything is great. But what happens when Elon Musk uh, uh, sells to sells it to someone else or who knows, like, uh, uh, what guarantee do we have that uh, Twitter will uh, guarantee the freedom of speech? But yeah. with something like a, a blockchain technology, some some kind of equivalent service like Twitter provided by a blockchain technology, we will not have to worry about who is in charge of the, of, of, of the service, mm. who is in charge of the network, because we don't need trust. Like, the whole thing is embedded into code, into the, into the technology itself. So it doesn't belong to any central entity uh, uh, to decide who or uh, who has a, a say in the, in, the, in the network or who doesn't. Wow, incredible. Yeah, so again, you're, you're right. I never saw it that way, but some people are, you know, unsure whether it's positive or negative. People are saying, what does this mean? Uh, and so a lot of it's being swayed on the guy in charge. And so what you're saying is, hey, we can actually get rid of that issue if it's really bothering you. We can leverage it yeah. on uh, blockchain with crypto. So, so that, you know, that kind of leads me into something that I've been wondering is saying, okay, now that we know what it is and we know that you're a very knowledgeable guy in this area, um, what, what do you see the, like, what's the future of it? How does it relate, you know, specifically to this conversation? How does it relate to, um, to underlying tokens and kind of like bring us into that world? Where's the future um, as far as the sure. technology and the tokens? Sure. Before before diving into that, I'd like to touch a bit on you know the market cycles, those four years yeah. of, of market cycles, because um, there is. I'd like to address uh, 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 what I believe is a misconception. Sure. Everybody thinks that um, the peak, like each peak of, of 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 the market cycle, is driven by the Bitcoin halving. So basically, the Bitcoin halving is that phenomenon where, in within the Bitcoin network, like the rule of uh, uh, cutting by half uh, the issuance of new Bitcoin tokens is embedded in the code. So basically, yeah. every four years, the miners that are pro uh, you know validating uh, the transactions over the network and producing Bitcoin, um, they are they are get, getting rewarded, but their reward is cut by half every four years, basically. Mm. And um, there was this like globally globally admitted and, and accepted theory saying that. Because this uh, supply is cut by half every every four years, uh, there is a, a reducing of, of, of supply. Therefore, and 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 since the, the, the demand is staying the same or maybe increasing a little bit, uh, that what drives the, the, the market up. Um, I'm not saying that it is entirely uh, uh, untrue, but I believe that what actually drives the, 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 this four years uh, market cycle is innovation. When you go back in time, you could like pretty much tie. Every like every peak to either NFT craze or a uh, uh, DeFi surge or uh, ICO boom or yeah. some kind of innovation that makes something new and provide new type of services and uh, people rush into it because it's new and it's it's, it's very it brings value uh, like DeFi for instance you can you can borrow you can land you can uh, you can you can do like sport betting you can do all kind of things with, with with DeFi you can issue your own money with DeFi like your own stablecoin um, and uh, yeah basically people just rushed into it which um, as an effect uh, drove all the prices up. Um, so my point is, it's not only the Bitcoin halving that is impacting the, the, the market cycles. Um, now, back to your question, what is driving innovation? What is like what the future looks like? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very interesting point. It's a very uh, interesting question because 
all those uh, um, few things that I've mentioned earlier, so DeFi uh, or Metaverse, NFT, and so on, you need to see them uh, as outputs. Um, those outputs, those products, basically, those business products, yeah. those use cases in, 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 in a way, uh, they are sustained by technological bricks. And um, at Karakara Capital, we have leveraged our, our software and cryptographic expertise to identify uh, six fundamental technological bricks. So okay. those six, yeah, yeah. So those six bricks, like they are, they are the Lego, the Lego bricks that will make everything possible uh, in in the in the um, crypto industry, basically. Sure. Um, so what would you say those those technological uh, bricks are? Um... Like right now we're talking about, yeah, um, if I could just chime in. So um, the misconception is a lot of the value in the crypto market you're saying is is that uh, value is created from having. And you're saying, well, I mean, yeah, but not really. It, it influences it. But in your expert yeah, opinion, it, you're it, saying. It's not really a role, but it's not, it's not like the main driver in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. You're saying no technological innovation, and and uh, I would argue more importantly, the adoption of that innovation is really what's driving the value more than this halving that's baked into the system. Is that the, how am I doing? Yeah, we're getting it. We're getting it right. Absolutely. So 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 that being said, you said, look, in in my fund, uh, you know, we've identified six areas of innovation. So we're not worried about having like we know it, it influences it, but we're focused more on where the fundamental root cause uh, that's driving value. And you mm-hmm. you and your fund have broken it down to six areas, correct? Absolutely. OK, so, Absolutely. yeah, why don't, why don't you fill us in uh, now, now that we know that really the, the value in crypto is driven by innovation. Now you're saying, look, in these six areas, this is where the, all the value making billions, and as the topic of the show would suggest, yeah, absolutely. will come from businesses, services, and investors in these six areas. So now that I've dangled the, the hook, <laughs> uh, let's get into it. So let's go even deeper. Bring us deeper. What has your fund found uh, are the six areas of innovation in crypto? Sure. So those six areas of, of innovation, they are basically um, sectors in the crypto industry. So they are type of type of uh, uh, protocols. Uh, yeah. So I would start with um, what's called a bridges. So a bridge is like a cross chain uh, protocol. So, I mean, for your audience to understand, um, it's important to know that uh, the crypto industry as of today is quite like segmented it's 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 like many silos so ethereum yeah. is a silo uh, solana is a silo cardano is a silo and so on and so forth right and if you want to transact the value of information from one silo to another like from ethereum to solana or vice versa you need what's called a bridge in between the two of them um yeah. so thanks to bridges we will uh, uh um uh, achieve interoperability um, because as of today, the you know the liquidity is, is uh, fragmented. Uh, the services are uh, in uh, uh, being kept in silos. It's hard to you know to to truly interact in a seamless way from uh, uh, one like crypto ecosystem to another one. So sure. bridges are fundamental. Um, and um, apart from that, so that that, that will be the first break. It's um, like uh, if I chime in, it's it, it reminds me of what. Uh... You know, you and I, obviously, we have uh, two different native tongues and Google Translate, uh, you know, you're, you're obviously bilingual, but Google Translate would be one of those bridges to say, hey, if you two yeah. need to talk, 
Uh, I remember being in Mexico and I was trying to talk and I was looking up different words to communicate uh, with with my driver. And, you know, (laughs) through Google Translate, I actually found out this guy was hilarious and we really had a good time. So, yeah, bridges are just allowing to say, okay, well, we got one language and one thing going on over here, something similar. But in order to merge those two bridges are critical uh, to to bring together um, the different infrastructures and reduce those silos like you said absolutely yeah okay. it's, it's, it's a very nice analogy and uh and the audience can look at uh, chain x uh it's uh, one of the bridge between uh, one of the bridges between uh the polkadot blockchain and in and in the ethereum um uh, ecosystem uh they can also have a look at ren um it's between bitcoin and ethereum I mean, there are all kinds of uh i mean not all kinds but there are many many bridges um Lovely. similarly with any with any sector with any brick i mean cryptocurrencies it's, uh, the crypto industry is such a fast pace uh, uh, uh industry um yeah. you have like new projects uh, coming out every every day basically um so yeah this being said let's move on to uh, oracles um, okay so what are oracles? Oracles are the type of protocols that are bringing off-chain data in the world of on-chain uh, uh, blockchains, but in a safe, decentralized, trustless, and untampered manner. Um, let's let's take an example. Uh, let's say that you want to use a DeFi protocol that is allowing you to bet which uh, NBA team will win uh, next week, for instance. Um, um, so I don't know, you will, you will bet on, uh, you will bet on, uh, on the New York team, for, uh, uh, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, but like the decentralized DeFi protocol. So the, the, the protocol that is uh, managing those bets needs, um, uh, trustworthy information from the outside, from the outside world, outside from a blockchain point of view, meaning mm-hmm. they need to get fed, they, they, they need to, to get some kind of uh, data feed from the outside world into the world of uh, uh, the blockchain of, of the DeFi protocol handling this kind of bet. And this is where oracles come in. They go in, in, the, in, in, in our world and they cross-check the data. They make sure that they are not tampered. They, um, uh, they net them into, uh, into some kind of structure and they transfer them on-chain, those data. And these are oracles. The most known oracle is called Chainlink. It's uh, one of the biggest market uh, capitalization of um, uh, all uh, cryptocurrencies. And um, but you have a few other ones like um, API three, um, band protocol as well. Um, yeah, you, you you might want to to, to look at that uh, API three and band protocol. Happy as well. Happy is, is one of them. Very interesting one, especially that it brings some element of privacy into that into those transfers. Yeah. Um, whereas the other ones, they are uh, only bringing like uh, pseudonymity and not anonymity. Uh, it's it's uh, there is a subtle difference. Yes. Um, so yeah, these are uh, oracles. And we'll put the uh, the links for a lot of those in the description for below for the the listeners uh, who are listening to it. We'll we'll kind of guide you to those areas uh, yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, so we talked about bridges. We talked about Oracle. Um, and earlier you mentioned in your early example decentralized storage using those photos. Maybe walk us through that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That 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 is one of the um, that is one of the te- technological bricks that we have identified. Because um, by those bricks, what what do we mean to achieve? What what do we want with those bricks? Is um, we we are saying that those bricks are the required elements to achieve a seamless web 3.0, like yeah. as user friendly and as a seamless and 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 that can deliver on its um, on its uh, uh, you know uh, promises and claims. 
Um, so yeah, uh, decentralized storage is definitely one of them. So as I mentioned earlier, basically it's leveraging the available uh, available um, uh, uh, memory space of any community. Um, so I mean, I don't know how many you know gigs are available out there, but it's uh, you know billions of gigs that are unused yeah. and unleveraged. And, uh, and out of yeah. those, we can unlock value from those gigs. I mean, how crazy is that? We could yeah. like. We, we could just replace iCloud, Google Drive, Dropbox, and so on and so forth. And anyone can do that. Anyone can build a protocol on top of these, on these, uh, uh, of these bricks, right? Yeah. I would argue Airbnb built a business off that similar notion to say there's a lot of, there's people that have, you know, if you've got excess capacity being underutilized, whether that's uh, like a factory floor, a hotel room, uh, your own your own house, there's even yeah. Elon Musk is saying, hey, if I can get these autonomous cars, they, they don't even mm-hmm. need to sit there. They can go out and drive people around and make you money. Uh, it's pretty similar as to say if you've got an asset and it's mm-hmm. not being utilized to its full capacity, why don't we just Absolutely. let someone else utilize it and pay you for it? So this is great. There's like it's. Uber, Airbnb, now it's going to the blockchain. I mean, this is this is absolutely fantastic. So that that's the one of the areas you've identified as value. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's that's one of the areas, and I'm I'm really glad that you bring up the example of Airbnb uh, companies like Airbnb and Uber because yeah. it's literally about unlocking the value of something that you own. Yeah. It's it's like cryptocurrencies. Is, 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 this is what crypto, cryptocurrencies are, uh, are about. Yeah. Um, Another similar example would be, um, and we are kind of drifting off our conver- of our original conversation, but very quickly, um, people can uh, now tokenize their their property, their their real estate. You know, so mm-hmm. instead of having an, an asset that is just that is just there, uh, and uh, the value of this asset is fluctuating with real estate uh, market, um, you can tokenize a part of it or all of it if you want, and uh, sell those tokens and get some liquidity um, and use this cash to you know to leverage it and buy more properties and uh, and 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 you know and and start new projects um, very cool anyway i mean i'm, I'm drifting yeah. away that's no, yes. no. it's like a reverse <laughs> mortgage but through the blockchain exactly exactly the, 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 the possibilities are endless awesome um, so what's yeah. number four uh what would be the uh, the fourth area of innovation yes. where billions are going to be made Sure. So number four will be um, what's called in the uh, crypto industry world indexers. Um, so indexers are like uh, search engines. So mm-hmm. Google Google is a search engine, for instance. So the role of, of a search engine is to uh, get the carry of, of people around the world, uh, go find that data that is being carried, and to retrieve it to to for its uh, for for whoever is, is, is asking for it, um, and. This this being this, this is done right now uh, as of today with uh, centralized search engines like Google, Microsoft, Bing, uh, Yahoo, and so on. Um, uh, but like it's necessary to have this, like this, the same capability, but in a decentralized way. And this is where indexers come in. Um, if you look at the graph, for projects like the graph, for instance, or Unmarshall or Fura, Fura is a very interesting one, uh, a very very uh, early stage, but very uh, interesting one. Um, yeah. They are looking at um, like carrying data on chain in a decentralized and trustless way, so that people can just the same way they would search online, they would Google something, they would search on chain, they would search on the blockchain, mm-hmm. but without using. Uh, a, a centralized uh, entity, a centralized service. Uh, okay. So that will be the indexer. That will be the the fourth 
uh, technological break. Awesome. Um, Number five. Yeah, five is um, yeah. So five is like uh, to a lesser extent, it's a it's a it's a good, um, a very good technological break because this one we call it uh, the decentralized internet service providers. Um, so providing the internet to to the masses as of today requires a lot of infrastructures like physical infrastructures like yeah. optic fiber uh, um, towers uh, yeah, antenna, like, yeah satellites uh, and so on right um but we have crypto there are crypto uh, crypto projects leveraging uh, a specific hardware uh bespoke software and um, uh, a specific uh type of uh, electromagnetic uh, radio waves basically and they are looking at providing internet on a, on a, on a large scale in a decentralized way so you will not have a single point of failure um, uh, like we have today. So if your um, uh, optic fiber go, go, goes down, well, you don't have internet and that's it. And this kind of um, um, crypto projects, there is one called Helium. It's the most av- uh, advanced project. Uh, Helium is spelled H-E-L-I-U-M. Um, yeah. They provide basically um, like hotspot, you know, basically they, they, they are like yeah. modems, like uh, uh, routers yeah. uh, that you can dispatch uh, uh, in, a, in a town or in a country. And with this type of uh, radio waves, they can provide internet pretty much anywhere, all of it in a decentralized way. And it's really, I mean, it's just when, when, when you've when, when, when you take all those bricks, I mean, it's so it's so interesting to see how the innovation, how and where the innovation is going, because it's um, it's it's like it's it's like the Internet coming together, but in a decentralized way. So we are reliving again uh, the Internet since the 90s, but with yeah. the new technologies. And, and this is like we are we are at the beginning of the, of, of, of the cycle. Yeah. And there's, you know, if you're old enough to remember that, there's probably a lot of people that have some FOMO about maybe not investing as much as they should have. And when the Internet first came out, not understanding the true scope and scale of this, not only the project, but the wealth that's being created there. And that's absolutely incredible. So decentralized Internet service providers. And then finally, number six, the sixth area of innovation that will drive value in the crypto markets. Yeah, I would say that the sixth one is the most important one, and this is the one that we are heavily investing in, yeah. uh, and there is a reason for that. So that one is, um, we, we, we call it the, blo- the, the, the brick of layer one protocols. And the reason okay. why they are called layer ones, it's because they are basically, they, you, you need to see them as some kind of a decentralized operating system. So right. they are like the base software layer upon which Every other services, every other decentralized application will be built on. Without without those layer ones, without those layer one protocols, you cannot build. You cannot build DeFi. You cannot create NFTs. You cannot. There is no metaverse. There is no play to earn, move to earn. All those marvelous services and applications that we come up with blockchains, they are all based on layer ones. You cannot do without them. Um, and the interesting part is that, I mean, the reason why we we, we, we invest heavily in, in, in that type of uh, uh, sector in particular, it's because they are the most mature, technolo- technologically speaking, and uh, they are the safest as well. Um, you know, I was talking about bridges uh, earlier, um, but I mean, you need, like, your audience need to know that bridges are great. And um, uh, with my personal money, I, I am invested in some, in, in, in some you know, uh, uh, bridge protocols. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do that with uh, my investors' money because they are not mature enough, technologically speaking. And yeah. you need to know that um, most of the hacks that have happened in the last month 
have happened on bridges because mm. they are not uh, uh, technologically mature enough. Um, lately, so uh, was it uh, two or three months ago, a yeah. bridge between uh, Ethereum and Solana called Wormhole uh, um, uh, got hacked and they lost $320 million. It, it's, it is astonishing, right? And, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh and this is this is where our uh, our expertise com uh, uh, comes in, uh, you know, to 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 see which project is safe, which one is not secured, which one yeah. is uh, uh, you know uh, uh, is, on, is is on a good innovative trend um, uh, to, to 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 invest on the long term, basically. Right. So so you're saying now that um, out of these six areas, some are more mature than others. That's fine. Um, there's very risky stuff. Now, when I'm listening to you, you said, look, number six, layer one protocols. This is what uh, your fund heavily invests in, um, in kind of the startup world. Um, yeah. And the reason why is, one, it's more mature, hence less risk for your investors. Um, <clears throat> but more importantly, th these are my words, not yours. You're saying that. Um, this is something that is absolutely critical to the yeah. overall success of crypto, blockchain, everything that you put onto it, we invest in that underlying foundation. So it's similar to when the internet was coming out. Some people were starting internet businesses while the people who made the real money were investing in the infrastructure of the internet. Absolutely. The mass scale of those kinds of projects is astounding. However, since everything relies on that, a lot of attention, a lot of maintenance um, in a good way starts going into this to say, well, what what is the critical path to success in the blockchain? And you've identified that the area that uh, your fund focuses on is part of that critical path, therefore mm -hmm. improving returns, mitigating risks. I'll let you get into that. Those are those, that's just my perception. Uh, yeah. Again, legal disclaimer, right? We don't know what we're talking about. Entertainment purposes only. So, um, yeah. but uh, so it sounds like if I could just um, just kind of conclude on on those six areas, it sounds like those six areas that you've identified is where value is being created. But then to complement that, it's the cryptocurrencies, and you've listed a few. It's the cryptocurrencies that are kind of woven into that technology is how value is transferred. Would you say Absolutely. would you say that's a, a fair conclusion on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. So those like to each project I, I, I mentioned for each category, there is a cryptocurrency, there is a token attached to it. So mm -hmm. the the value and the growth, the growth of the technology and the network um is you know being transferred to the tokens because obviously the more the more a, a, a network is used uh the more people need tokens to use that particular network like uh, i mentioned chain link earlier i mean you need to have chain link tokens to use the chain link, the chain link network and, yeah. to get them and to get that oracle services um okay. so absolutely you 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 put it well awesome thank you uh so just f uh, finishing, you mentioned Chainlink. Would it, um, I'd just love to ask you, you know, who should people explore? We can't say who should, they should invest in. It's not financial advice. But who are some interesting prospects, we'll say, in those six areas? Um, maybe walk us through a few that you think are kind of doing some cool stuff that might be able to, that are value creators in each of these six sectors. Sure. Um, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to mention projects because uh, sure. there are a lot of 
very bright people out there working on projects and and they they, they work as as um, as teams um so for instance i'm gonna start with uh, the layer ones for instance um i do believe that um the type because again it's a very complex universe so i tried to uh oversimplify it for you for your audience but within, <laughs> for within me yeah within, thanks within each category yeah yeah um, there are That's like cool, subsectors and niches and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, so in the area of layer ones, uh, I do believe that the niche that is that, that will do well in time is uh, what's called app chain, app chain types of layer ones. So they are like app specific chains layer ones, uh, okay. and the two layer ones that are going towards that direction are near protocol and avalanche. Um, okay. So um, and I guess the, the link will be in the description of the of the of the, yeah. the episode. Um, yep. But yeah, if if your audience want to have a look at those, they are, it's very interesting um, and very promising for the future because it brings modularity into into the, into decentralization, which eventually will reach interoperability that that I was talking about with uh, uh, bridges, basically. Um, yeah, so that was for layer ones. Um, for um, uh, bridges, for instance, it's it's hard to answer that question because um, there are a lot of ecosystems, a lot of uh, different blockchains, and between each of them, you need a bridge, basically. So yeah. I, 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 I'm I going to let you imagine the number of bridges necessary to achieve interoperability. Yeah. Um, this being said, uh, there is one project that I like a lot, which is called uh, Juno, um, J-U-N-O. It's based on uh, the Cosmos ecosystem. And natively, they are structured in a way that they are natively interoperable with a lot of existing ecosystems, uh, like okay. Ethereum, Harmony, um, Polkadot, and so on. And it's it will be very interesting to see how they evolve in time, but I do believe that they have great potential. Um, what else? Um, so decentralized storage, I would say Filecoin is, is, is a very interesting project to look at. Uh, yeah. It gives you a good idea of what is possible to achieve in that in that type of use case. Um, and you have others like, you know, StoreJ, uh, Sciacoin as well. Um, but yeah, Filecoin is like the most, the most, um, um, the biggest one, the biggest project. Sure. Um, uh, like in terms of uh, indexes, for instance, the most the the, 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 the most known protocol is called uh, the graph. Um, it's very interesting to look at, mm -hmm. but there is another one that is coming up and that is called Fura, uh, like Fura protocol. Um, and uh, they, I believe that they, they they are going to disrupt the graph uh, because the graph is based on Ethereum and as such they are kind of limited structurally speaking uh, yeah. to, the, to the ethereum ecosystem whereas fura natively uh, they structured their, their, their software to be interoperable with uh, many other ecosystems um, which which uh, uh, by uh, uh, by way of effect um, uh, um, is the you know the retrievement of, of uh, retrieving of, of data online uh, on chain sorry um in terms of uh, decentralized uh, services provider, I would just say go with Helium. Uh, go check Helium. I mean, Helium is uh, is I mean, is, is have, like on the Helium, uh, on the Helium website, they have this uh, map of the world uh, where you can see areas that are being already covered by their uh, by their hardware. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's it's just just go and check that out. It's very uh, interesting to 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 look at. And um, and lately, uh, oracles. Yeah, oracles. I've already mentioned uh, Chainlink, and um, and you could have uh, a look at uh, as well at the uh, brand, pro at, uh, brand, brand protocol. Um, yeah, and yeah. 
Happy, yeah. I think, was another one you mentioned. Happy as well, yeah. Happy yeah. Uh, API three as well. API three is a is a nice one to look at. Uh, awesome. There are a few like that, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, and and you mentioned uh, I'll I'll put a shameless plug in there for you. So, layer one protocols. You mentioned everybody else, but yourself. So, uh, <laughs> you you guys are are definitely um, one of those people that are uh, at least helping those that are doing the projects. You're you're able to provide the capital, um, which mm-hmm. not only helps to mature the industry, but it also helps um, your your investors. Oh. To, to make, uh, we'll say, a few dollars. <laughs> a few more than that, we'll say. But, um, okay, so yeah. so now moving moving forward, um, what, are, what are some areas, um, you know, hypothetically speaking, if, you know, people here are saying, look, man, uh, this is good, and, and maybe people are, some of our listeners are, developers in this area but you know for people who aren't um but they they see the value they see things that are being created and they want to participate let's say hey anthony that's brilliant those six areas of innovation those sound good um what what are some areas that you would recommend um that some people could could make money mm-hmm. right now um, yeah so how to make money so um I mean, I, I want to be clear about something. So uh, you can, with cryptocurrencies, you can make a lot of money very quick, very fast. Uh, but you will need to take huge risk, like huge amounts of risk, right? Yeah. Um, like for those of ones who have, uh, you know, uh, who can stomach it, uh, for, for, for those of uh, uh, your audience who can stomach it, they can go and uh, do a yield farming in DeFi. They can, part- they, they, they can do day trading. They can participate into IDOs and so on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it is one way to 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 do it, but sure. it's not what we do with our investors because we play the long term game. A game. Yeah. We we play the very long term game, and yeah. that's why we leverage our uh, our scientific and cryptography expertise um, to you know to go like to the bottom of it. Uh, we do like um, uh, due diligence research. We stay on top of the trend. Um, we stay. We we you know we participate into the into the innovation itself. We have processes to you know to make sure that everything is uh, is um, is uh, is you know assembled and there to to stand the test of time right. um so it's like you know we are opposed like di- diametrically opposed to those who are doing um imper- uh, impermanent losses on the, on defi protocols and stuff like that right. um one way in like there is there is like uh, a middle ground where people could just Purchase uh, uh, some tokens, like, and I would recommend um, the 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 layer ones, uh, uh, the layer one tokens like Ethereum, Solana, and so on, and yeah. just stake them. I mean, you have a lot of solutions like uh, BlockFi or um, uh, Celsius as well, where you yeah. could just basically purchase tokens and uh, take them there, and people would get a yield, um, yeah. you know, regularly on, so their, uh, on their stake. Yeah, okay, so staking. So we went through. Um, so number one, you mentioned you could just gamble, take risks. Um, yeah. You know, not really yeah, what you recommend to, to, or to, what to you address, do. You know, like to, to address that first category of gambling and taking risks. Um, yeah. You know, to, to give further guidance to, to your audience in case in case some people want to do that, I would yeah. say that the, the smartest way to do it is to try to get into very early into moonshots. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, in cryptocurrencies, like each token has uh, uh, its own like uh, market capitalization. So obviously, if you buy a token that already has $1 billion of market capitalization, it will be harder to do to achieve a 10x, uh, 100x, because it means that the, yeah. the market capitalization needs to go from 1 billion to 10 billion to 100 billions, right? Yeah. Which... Uh, tokens like Ethereum and so on are already uh, uh, towards those uh, levels, but yeah. it's uh, it's hard to achieve. Yeah. Um, if you want to achieve like thousand x, like crazy multiples, you need to go very. You need to go in very early when the market capitalization is very low, and yeah. the best way to achieve that is through um, ICO and IDO. So ICO stands for Initial Coin Offerings. And IDOs is the uh, uh, initial uh, DEX offerings. Um, and in order to achieve that, the, 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 the latter IDOs, uh, you need to um, get some tokens from uh, uh, launch pads like uh, TronPad or uh, BSC Pad. Uh, I mean, every week uh, they have at least one project uh, uh, um, uh, coming out and you can purchase the tokens when the market capitalization is very low uh, like a few hundreds of thousands of dollars a few million uh, a few millions of, do of dollars for for the for the biggest of them and uh, those tokens they will go like they will go through the roof take very off. quick yeah 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 they will just they will just take off very fast there, there's a chance that they crash down pretty fast as well but um but, that's uh, what mean, the risk is though like that's exactly the, the not not really that. yeah that's quite the the wild ride that people can take on those you're saying if you do it it's the equivalent of just buying penny stocks in the stock market right absolutely it, or angel investing you're like there's not a lot to go off of it there is a lot of risk but you can mitigate that but it is a risky play but you can make mm -hmm. outsizable returns um, just by buying coins, you said ICOs, IDOs, um, I would argue NFTs, a lot of those things are kind of the yeah, avenue exactly. to do it in that way. You also mentioned mm -hmm. staking, um, which you could do through BlockFi, Celsius, Binance. Those are some areas that people can explore as far as staking, which is essentially a high yield savings account for crypto. Yeah, you put it in, true. they do their magic and they pay you a nice, you know, four, five, seven percent return uh, on, on your assets on top of the the capital appreciation okay, and then, appreciation, yeah. yeah and then uh i would say number three is you invest in a fund yeah uh, is another you... a fund that yeah who is filled yeah. with professionals like yourself you could invest in a fund and um do it through that way so you know maybe what are some of the high level things that investing through a fund that you've come to understand running one of your own what, sure. what are so, some of the? Sorry, let me clarify. What are some of those uh, areas that uh, you guys focus on? What are some of the advantages of doing that as well? Sure. So basically, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say that investing in a, in, in a fund with a fund is the best way to go because yeah. um, you have like professionals handling your money, managing your money, yeah. uh, and your investments, and they do it like you know they do it for a living. So basically, they do it 24/7. There are processes in place. Um, they do research, like very in-depth research. Uh, you know, they they go like all the way uh, for their due diligence. Uh, they have a risk management in place. Um, you know, a very like simple example of risk management that we have in place is for now we do not in, at Carrier Capital is for now we do not we do not invest in bridges. Why? Because uh, uh, along the past few months. Most of the hacks that have happened in, in in the industry have occurred on bridges. So the the technology the technology is not mature yet. Uh, yeah. So we stick to something else basically to 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 lay once for 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 that matter. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, uh, in, investing with um, a fund like Kawakawa Capital, and that's only for accredited uh, accredited investors. Uh, um, uh, unfortunately, um, I'd like to to have it open to uh, more people. But I mean, it's the it's how the regulation is, right? Yeah, um, that's the so, rules. Yeah, for, uh, what? Sorry. That's the rules that uh, they, yeah. they, the SEC gives you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so for accredited investors and above, uh, they can just reach out to, to us and uh, or to other firms for that matter. And they will be sure that uh, everything is being put in place uh, so that the, their money is invested in the right type of asset at the right time. Um, and by doing this, investing at Caracara Capital in layer ones, in infrastructures, um, it's a guarantee. It's, it, 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 it's a sure thing that uh, the investors, our investors, are placed in the central position where um, the most of the upside will be in within the the, 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 the crypto industry, while facing a very low, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, really really low amount of risk. Um, yeah, the, so, the, so yeah. you mitigate the downside uh, while Absolutely. still preserving that impressive upside. Um, Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned that it, it helps your investors to um, get positioned in that way, but it also has professional oversight. Um, sounds like there's some risk management components. I'm assuming that exists in most funds. Well, risk, risk, risk management is key. Risk Security. There's there's a lot of things that go, um, and the savvy investors like yourself understand that to say, well, it's not enough just to buy a coin. You got to like, yeah, you got to know which coin and what's the right timing and where is the market going and and then yeah. there's the financial accounting and security and, 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 and there's yeah. a lot. Ha, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's involved with playing, as you put it, the, the long term game. And obviously you can't guarantee any kind of returns. Obviously, any investment would have risk, uh, as, as you described here. So um, so given that you're um, what we'll call it, KC, Caracara Capital. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, focus on research, long term gains. And risk management. Absolutely. Would that, would that be yeah. a fair summary? Yeah, it would be a fair summary. Absolutely, it would be a fair so, summary. So, so finishing, you know, we, we've had a great conversation around the areas that are driving innovation. More, don't, you're saying, don't worry about the coins. It's really coin is how you transfer value. It's but the value that's created is the projects. You went through the six areas of innovation. Um, now, how can people get a hold of you? Um, obviously, that's okay because we're you're you're a five hundred six C, I believe, which means you can market absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, how can people get a hold of you? Um, maybe we just put your contact information description below. Sure, if, sure. If they we, want we, to we, learn we, more or just get to know you, you're you're a fun guy. So, sure. So they they, they can go into the description. They will they will uh, uh, see my contact. Uh, other than that, sure. they can go on LinkedIn. Um, if they type Anthony, uh, Anthony Calpas, C-A-L-P-A-S. Absolutely, yes. C-A-L-P-A-S. Yeah, they should find me quite easily. Or on Twitter as well, Anthony Calpas, like all attached, one word. Um, yeah, on um, both uh, LinkedIn and Twitter. Okay. And so, you know, as we're wrapping things up, um, maybe is, is, there, is there any final thoughts that you would want to share? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, yeah, we've 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 covered a lot, and I hope that uh, your listeners um, uh, got value from from uh, what we shared here. Yeah. Uh, basically, 
the main point is investing in tokens is not like investing in, in, in stocks or in equity. Um, basically, when you have a token, you own a piece of a network and you have access to the services that this network is delivering. So having that in mind, it's important to, uh, you know, to identify which, which kind of protocol or network or project will, will stand the test of time and, and will deliver value uh, on the long run, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this being said, uh, I hope that uh, your listeners uh, uh, keep this in mind. And, um, and yes, I mean, they are very lucky to have you, Ryan, because uh, I don't know if your audience is uh, aware of it, but, uh, yeah, we've, we've worked together. And uh, you're definitely the you, you're definitely the kind of guy that uh, uh, people should uh, uh, stay close to because uh, having worked with you, I know that you you're the kind of guy who wants to you know uh, bring people up, you know, like to to lift yeah. people around you upward, right? So uh, your your community and your listeners are um, uh, uh, really lucky to have you. Ah, thank you, and and uh, likewise, you're you're very kind, and and yes, that is one of my Thanks. life goals is to. Uh, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate, um, but this knowledge and these skills, uh, as you know, you and I've gotten to know each other. I, I firmly believe, um, you never really truly own something until you give it away. That's and sweet. that, inc- that includes, um, my knowledge and skills and yours mm-hmm. is to say, mm-hmm. if I'm truly going to become a master, uh, can I really claim that I've owned something, um, until I've been able to give that away. And so you know, wonderful people like yourself um, and who are joining on this mission to help people to find the way, light that torch and, and be the torchbearer. Um, I really appreciate all that you've done as well. So, well, that's that's enough for me, everybody. So to, to summarize uh, what we've talked about, pay attention to those six areas. Go back, write those down if you need to. That's where value is being created. And also... Uh, join us on our mission. Give some of your skills away. Be very generous in your mission, and you too will have the skills you need in your pursuit of making billions. Wow, what a show. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, if you haven't done so already, be sure to leave a comment and review on new ideas and guests you want me to bring on for future episodes. Plus, why don't you head over to YouTube and see extra takes while you get to know our guests even better. And make sure to come back for our next episode where we dive even deeper into the people, the process, and the perspectives of both investors and founders. Until then, my friends, stay hungry, focus on your goals, and keep grinding towards your dream of making billions.